Welcome to the Flow State Performance Podcast. Created for those committed to mastery and success. Coming to you from Manly, Australia, we break down the science and philosophy of optimal performance so you can unleash your potential. Welcome to the Flow State Performance Podcast. This is Jiro Taylor, your host and the founder of the Flow State Collective. Today, I'm very excited to announce that we've got Wim Hof, Mr. Wim Hof, the Iceman, on the show. And uh, Wim is someone that I've followed and I've looked up to for many years. And uh, recently, it seems like he's getting much more exposure. He's been on quite a few uh, large uh, listener-based podcasts and TV shows, and it's fantastic because he's really spreading a message of empowerment. His mission in life is to let as many people as possible to spread this message across humanity that we have so much more power over our minds and our bodies than we think we do. And the way he's doing this is by blending his own personal practice. He's going deep into his own personal practice and he's teaching others this, this practice, which has got roots in Eastern esoteric meditation techniques. Uh, but he's blended this with the, with the groundbreaking work he's done with cold water immersion. And he's allowing his body, he's allowing himself to be used as a laboratory, as, a, as an experiment, as a tool for science to basically rewrite what's been written. And some of the experiments that have been done on him are radically shaking up uh, what science is believed to be true. And uh, he's proving beyond doubt that we have power over our minds and bodies that previously science has said that we did not. So please listen into this show um, if you want to get a deeper insight into this man, into the work that he does, into the background, um, into his philosophy, into why he says that uh, the cold is merciless but righteous, why he says that the cold is his master, what his true mission is in life, where he sees himself in 20 years, how he feels that all of us can empower ourselves every single day, and uh, just enjoy the vibe, just enjoy the energy that this guy just projects out of him. I always feel like the sign of a highly awakened person is this aura of simple joy and expression. And if that's... Wim is definitely onto something because excitement just pours out of him. Enjoy the show, guys. Welcome to the Flow State Performance Podcast. And um, it's an honor to have you. We've, uh, me and my, my friends and a lot of people over here have been excited about you coming to Australia and talking about your methods and many of us have um, been practicing your methods and it's wonderful to see this movement spread and uh, I wanted to f- explore more about the, the, the Wim Hof, that, you know, what is, what is behind, you know, not that you hide anything, I know you're, very, you're a very charismatic, open guy, but uh, explore more about you, how you came to uh, understand and have the knowledge that you have, how you came to be in this position where you have this, you know, really, we're rewriting science. Um, it's yeah. very interesting stuff. You're at the frontier. Um, but did you ever have a normal life with the nine till five yeah. and all of that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I had. Nine to five, looking at it, seeing, uh, uh, yeah. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I, I, it could not link up with my, uh, you know, with my flow. There was no flow, and uh, uh, it made me go into uh, many, many books, many esoteric disciplines, many practices, 
many languages, traditions, cultures, philosophies, religions, looking for more. There is an answer, there is more, there is flow. But where and how? So after years of searching and looking for it, at a certain day I came across cold water and it attracted me. And when I went in, I felt this is it, without thinking about it, just feeling. And we lost this feeling, this deeper sense of ours, which is able <coughs> not, not only to create flow, but to have it directly uh, within uh, our will, mm -hmm. under our, our will. And if you flow, it's like a river. If you flow, there is streaming, there is flow, then there is health, there is happiness, there is strength. And with our, our consciousness, then we are able to direct any impurity out of that system, out of that flow. So how did you go from how did you go from nine to five normal job reading about esoteric practices, reading about religions, reading about meditation, practicing yoga, and then one day you come across the cold and you immerse yourself in the cold, and yes. how did you join the dots between between all of yes. this? Yeah, it, uh, I must say it is belief, belief, belief. A, a, a believer, a, a believer becomes a retriever, sort of. You know, if you if you are a, a searching for it, you will become a finder, and um, that's what I did. I just kept on believing because I felt not good with where I was, with what I was, who I was, so. That was uh, simultaneously my drive, not to stick with that, but to go look onward and to be, uh, you know, not, not at peace. I wasn't at peace, so I was not going to compromise with that, not being in peace mm -hmm. with myself. So I went uh, from nine to five, looking, I, 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 I hated it. I hated it in the sense of, this is not reality. This is created. This is a system. This is unequal. This is not natural. It creates stress. It creates, I have to be there. I have to be here, there, there, wherever they put me, you know? And I have to go for it. And uh, there are all kinds of deadlines. And uh, uh, trying to do it, but I was really incapable of fitting in the system. But what about conditioning? So, but surely as a, as a man, as a boy who was brought up in Europe, um, you would have gone to the school system like the rest of your oh, friends yeah. and you would have been conditioned and shaped and formed in a certain way. Yeah. So are you a, yeah. were you aware of your conditioned behavior? Yes, they, they make you believe that you are this or that, that you are a carpenter or becoming a doctor or a physician, or uh, whatever, a, a, a rocket launcher, or an astronaut, whatever, uh, all kinds of things. But actually, that is narrowing the mind. And it, it makes you go for that, and it limits you in the flow in your brain. 
I know now, eh? but those days, I, I just believe, okay, I have to become this, I have to become that, I have to become uh, the most possible to get a position in this civilization. And uh, yeah, but it didn't work. It didn't work out with me because I'm just not fitting in. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I never, I could feel okay, satisfied. I couldn't feel peace. I couldn't feel, uh, you know, energetic. You know, me. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to feel love. And that's it. But it wasn't. And so I kept on searching, searching, irrationally. Bump, uh, b- uh, bouncing in here. Bouncing and clashing over there. And going there and keeping on and keeping on and keeping on. Just do something until you feel you are there. Not something uh, oppressed, getting into your system, making you move and using your energy, using your uh, soul to, uh, to, to compromise with something you, where, where you do not feel yourself in. But how did you first recognize the feeling? Because so many people out there... Uh, yeah, in the city, um, doing this thing, doing the, living the life that you described, and they have this feeling that not is not all is right, and that the reason why one of the reasons why they compromise is because they just don't know wh- which way to go. They just exactly, don't know. exactly. So I think I had this in the in the. Uh, I experienced all this in so many ways. So, uh, and then finally, I came up with my, uh, uh, with my channeling. And, uh, you know, the cold water is like merciless, but righteous. Yeah. It brings you back into the depth of your own. It's like screening. It's like resetting completely from the bottom. Take it all out. There is no way you are able to think when you get in freezing water, it just stops. You gotta survive over there. That's what it is doing. Right. So I learned to reset, to shut up. Right. To sh- so that was All the point. The that was the initial point, was to shut the mind up. Yes. Because it was just yes. too much. Your ego just going this, this, fears, insecurities, and you found a exactly. way to shut it up. Yes. I, I found a way to shut it up, and it felt good. Because the only thing remaining was feeling. By the cold, you know, very survival modus feeling, but it felt good because it felt good to be disconnected of that beehive, of that big helmet. (laughs) For once it was gone and there I am, nothing, just feeling. And that felt good after, after the, one minute, the first encounter in the cold, for one minute, I got this rush. Why? Because the, the, the mind stopped, and now finally, for the first time, it really had the chance to flow instead right. of being blocked and directed by all these rules, morals, and ethics, making me do this and that and feel this and that, which is not me. 
I am just pure feeling in myself. And from there, becoming creative, interactive, in harmony with nature, with my surroundings, with my people. Everybody wants to love. Everybody wants to feel strong and healthy. But nobody knows anymore because this knowing is oppressing and directing our physiology and we get confused mm-hmm. instead of being natural. Right, I understand. Okay, so we're talking the same language. So you found a way to tap into your full nature, your inner nature, your intuitive yes. self, and to shut yes. down this artificial created ego self. And this felt amazing because it allowed you to, to feel alive. And that, that, there you got him, Jiro. It felt amazing. You know what? Just being. Just being who you are is amazing. Hmm. And it is amazing for everybody. And it is accessible now for everybody. We are tapping in the DNA, the cell, the brainstem, into the deepest parts of the immune system, the endocrine systems. And we have shown that this and then a bacteria, Baxel, or a virus has no chance. Depression, no chance. Because we are amazing. We are, if we go by the way and the laws, nature meant us to be, then we are amazing. Because may, uh, nature, mother nature, the world, the earth, all that is amazing. Well, how did but this situation we, happen then, Wim? How, how did this happen? Like... Okay, so we're, we're, we're nat- natural animals and we have developed this amazing mind so that we can project to the future. And now we have this situation where human beings en masse are suffering with anxiety and stress and overwhelm and giving themselves diseases. Like, what, what exactly. went wrong? Uh, whenever we are part of an evolution and this evolution wants to grow toward consciousness, Pure consciousness. So, but it, it, it's like a child that learns how to walk, but keeps on falling until it is able to walk. We are able to receive these bumps. We are able to, you know, to be depressed and have autoimmune diseases and cancer and this and that, because a humanity in, in, in general is evolving anyway. We cannot stop that. We don't stop that. But right now, because of our comfort zone behavior, you know, the cultural uh, manipulating of ours, because we have this brain, which is a learning process, which is the falling of the child until it knows how to walk, it, uh, we have uh, controlled nature around us, but we have shut down the deeper parts of our own physiology. Your autonomic nervous system, the immune system, the endocrine systems, and we are running, we have no control over the stress we are creating because we want to uphold an economy, uh, a system. Now it is time, hey man, we are able to go to the moon, we are able to make iPhones, and uh, one iPhone now has more intelligence than the whole Apollo 13 project together. All these computers, big building, rocket to the moon. We, uh, it's 
50 years later, it's in the iPhone now, and it has more intelligence than this little thing. I don't know, where is my, I don't know, where is this? <laughs> Maybe it's over there. Oh yeah, yeah. Here it is, this one. It has more intelligence than the whole Apollo 13 project. So we get all this intelligence, which is the fruit of our mind. Now it's time to use that same mind to stop the mind, to create happiness, strength, and health. We have shown that in the university that people are very able just in a couple of days to tap into the, these deeper layers of our physiology in which we got alienated because of our cultural development, of our cultural uh, uh, controlling the environment. But uh, uh, stopping and uh, limiting and inhibiting at the same time a part of our physiology, which is still existent which is related to our hormonal uh, possible control of our system and our immune system. And because it is blocked now, and we call it autonom autonomic nervous system, then uh, we have no access by our will into our own systems, our own physiology in the depth. That's why a... Uh, autoimmune diseases, cancer, depression, etc. They have free hand because we have no control of these deeper systems. And now we have shown we can regain this control and tap into the deeper part of the physiology and become uh, uh, in control over the hormonal system and the immune system far deeper than ever thought before or scientifically was stated. Mm. So really, it's it's about rekindling or re-energizing or remembering this the true power, the true potential that we have always had, but it's become... There you go. Got it. There you go. Okay, so talk to me about your, 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 your what drives you, your passion. I understand from reading a little bit about your life story that you suffered a trauma back in the 90s when your wife died, um, and this was obviously a, a pivotal changing point in your life. Um, is this still what drives you onwards um, to find out why and how this happened and to make sure it doesn't happen to more people? Exactly. Uh, when I suffered of that trauma, then I was incapable. I was powerless. I was dependent on the system. And the system just... You know, my wife, she got pills and treatments and finally she, she committed suicide because she could not handle this horrible uh, state of the mind created by uh, whatever she had. She was a very sensitive, very beautiful woman, very alive, and then suddenly, bang, it hit her within the mind. And I was just powerless. Uh, I could not see how, how, uh, 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 what to do. And I stayed alone with four kids. I, uh, and I, 
you know, I I brought them up alone and 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 all that, and that was okay. Um, um, the thing is, uh, now I, I I'm now I found the answers, and if I would have had them, then I would uh, have her uh, healed, and uh, because now I'm able to get into the brain into the deeper parts of the physiology or into the endocrine systems and make her hormonal disbalance uh, back on in balance. And for all those who are suffering right now, mm. I'm, I found a cure. So I'm, I, that's my drive right now, taking away unnecessary suffering in the world, which is thriving because of this economics in industries who are thriving actually on our disease. A healthy industry on our disease. It is sick, man. Mm -hmm. And that's what I see. And my eyes are opened. And I'm not going to stop until I am able to prove by science, without any speculation, that we are able to control our mood, health, and strength. Everybody. Bang. Powerful words, man. I, I hear you. That's a, that's a big, big challenge and a big mission. And um, I support you. It's uh, wonderful you. to see I you know. stepping up. I know. Yeah. Zero, together, together we are stronger. You help me, I help you. And we help people. Yeah. We help unnecessary suffering yeah. in the world. We bring light, like light workers, but by science. So this okay. is what I do. So, so I understand um, the need for scientific validation in the world that we live in. Obviously, there is a more esoteric origin to some of the uh, practices that you teach. Um, did you uh, did you spend time over in India? Did you were you learning from masters um, at some stage in your younger life? Um, no, uh, at the most, I was inspired by reading books. Yeah. I never had a guru or a teacher. The only teacher I can uh, I can think of is the cold. Right. The cold directly is a direct uh, and, and you know merciless, but righteous, and it, it just shows you, and it showed really fast, and without any words, she communicated so fast, so clear. Uh, so validating uh, within sense that uh, there from my belief started to be really strong. And despite uh, of much mockery and cynicism around, I always, uh, I always stayed with what, what I felt, which was just feeling, you know, strong and good. Uh, the cold is a noble force. And it brings out you know, undiscriminately the best within us. And, you know, uh, then I was talking, uh, uh, trying to relate uh, it to people. And, uh, and when I began to become a little bit more famous on television by newspapers first, then on television, then doing records, then doing documentaries, they still in talk shows mocked me. And 
um, had a lot of cynicism going. But indisputable it was that I did so many records. Finally came up across scientists who began to wonder why is this human able to do what he is doing? Because this is not possible. And then going into validating it by scientific experiments. Then the last one with a competitive study of people, like 12 people, and have a 100% score uh, within showing that the autonomic nervous system can be influenced. This, that, that, that goes beyond any speculation. So right now, all these cynics and these people who mock, I don't hear them anymore. Yes. They are silent. I saw on the, on the Vice documentary how you talked about how when, there's, when the results came through from that particular yeah. experiment, it was a moment where you, you shed tears, you cried. It was a very oh, yeah. releasing um, yeah. emotional time my, for you. My, my wife's death and all, all the mockery, all the cynicism, uh, uh, it, you know, it all, some, I told them something good has happened. Yeah, yeah. From do you within. find it? Do you find it difficult to talk about your spirituality because you because you have to validate everything because we live in a cynical world? Do you find that it threatens or weakens your position or the power that you can have if you were to be too open about your spiritual beliefs? Yeah, um, as a matter of fact, it actually sure uh, is, but not anymore. Because I'm even now going into new research, uh, a, a lot of research, uh, scientific research, and also on DMT, the pineal gland, yeah. and uh, uh, do that with the, uh, uh, with the authorities in the world. Do a scientific study on DMT, mm -hmm. how to release it, how to tap in chemically and show that by scientific charts, uh, how to get into the brainstem and release DMT, the dimethyltryptamine. Mm -hmm. That what uh, is the origin of, you know, the samadhi state of our being, mm -hmm. the satori, the, uh, all that, the zen, the meditation, the chuan, the dharana, all, all. But now, no, uh, no abstract blah, blah, no mystical hoo -ah, uh, just show that scientifically and then uh, every day should be samadhi day <laughs> samadhi day samadhi mm -hmm. you know and that's where we go man that's it we go to samadhi every day should be samadhi and uh, uh, flow should start up directly when you open up your eyes what am i gonna do now wow <laughs> Beautiful, all these colors, the intensity, because of being deep blocked, having no inhibitions, having no fears, just living out the day with your energy, purifying it, because that's the, uh, the purpose of our life, to be in this body, to, uh, to alter, to heighten, to expand our consciousness. Mm -hmm. And that's why we are here. Instead mm -hmm. of going from nine to five to an oppressed place and encage ourselves, encase ourselves 
within our mind doing this because somebody told me and we do not even know anymore mm. why it doesn't bring out sense anymore yeah. so we go first spirituality close it because people make a mess out of it okay close it go to science indisputable no speculation then from science back on to sense and from sense to expanding consciousness as a natural movement explained by the reductionist translation called science so nobody is able to discuss this matter anymore just do it hmm okay 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 i see so do you believe i mean personally do you have beliefs in metaphysical chi prana soul like uh, oh, yeah. reincarnation oh, yeah. yeah sure uh, the metaphysical uh, is nothing but the electrons and the neutrons and the wave and the wavelengths, the resonance within us in the deepest, in the most subtle areas. And the most subtle areas, they are called prana, they call chi, they call ki. Uh, all the the and we call it in the West, we call it the nervous system. Mm. The nervous system and uh, the breath. The breath is oxygen, oxygens and carbon dioxide. Uh, they, they, they need to be in proportion. And um, yes, it all exists, and we have been reducing it all to and translated it all in chemistry. So it is indiscutable now that people are able to say, hey, is there existing uh, a reality beyond this reality? I say, much bigger there is. <laughs> and it's much more beautiful. And it is, uh, it, 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 it enhances our uh, consciousness. It enhances our brain activity. It makes us healthy, strong, and happy. And how do we prove this? So I work, once again, with these authorities, professors, on uh, DMT, which is not only about DMT, it's about the tunnel, the light. It's about the other side. But the other side you can only explain if you are able to explain this side first into science, into non-speculative uh, uh, reductionist translations. So that's what I do. I know, I know of many experiences together with these professors, many experiences of many people who see angels, who see the other side and have come back, almost death experiences and all. It all exists. But there is also a purpose of us, for us, to be on this earth. And that, uh, uh, that begins with being in, uh, uh, able to control at will our uh, health, strength, and happiness. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, uh, any scriptures is talking about, like in yoga, uh, they talk about the Satchitananda. Sat is the energy, Chit is the intelligence, and Ananda is the happiness. That's our original, uh, the state flow of our spirit. Mm -hmm. 
of our soul. And look what we have done with our soul in this world. So this soul wants to be liberated. This soul wants to learn, wants to expand within and by the body, by the medium, the body. Do you think altered states of consciousness? Do you think psychedelics, uh, ayahuasca, ceremonial plant medicines, um, LSD, cactus-based things, entheogens? Yes, theodos. Yeah. Do you think these things have a? Do you think they have a place in? Sure, sure, sure. Connecting with our soul. Yes, for those who are really blocked, it is uh, probably good to use this endogenous trigger. But we actually should not be needing any endogenous trigger because it's only an opener to what is already existent in our brain. And and that's, once again, the DMT. Mm -hmm. But for those who are really depressed and have traumatic experiences, they should know, they should be able to access and to make use of endogenous triggers just to show that we are having inside the solution, that there is a safe place, that there is a healing power which is enormous, that we don't need to uh, to fend off, to to close down our system and live in trauma like for 30 years or live in fear for 30 years and build up so-called securities because we have no other solution. The governments, they closed down the access to ayahuasca, DMT, uh, MDMA, uh, 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 psilocybin, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all, all these endogenous uh, triggers because they are not able to control these people anymore because they go for freedom. If you send a person who's taking, uh, 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 taking a trigger like this, he, they all will have this sense of, I'm one with everybody. I'm one with everything. And then you send them to war, they will <laughs> not shoot anymore because they ask, why I'm sitting here? Well, well, I'm not going to shoot him because he's part of me. And that's where our world actually should go to, to harmony, love, peace, strength, and happiness for everybody. And whatever the system did, and whatever we do to prohibit our way to expand our consciousness and use, for example, endogenous triggers or any other means, that, that, uh, that, that needs to open up. So mm-hmm. I came up, I came up, I'm coming up with a trigger which is natural. Breathing and focus. Yes. And showing that it is able, that we are all are able within a little time, just one day, something like that, to awaken the deeper uh, physiology of ours, to go in the deepest parts of our brain, thus uh, showing people, hey, there is so much more within us. Make use of it because that will create openings in order for 
at consciousness with consciousness together to flow as one. And uh, once that is established, then happiness, strength, and health, then, you, then everything becomes love and harmony yeah. because we are not confined within this body. It radiates with the outside, with the omnipresence. It's, it, it wants to breathe. The soul wants to breathe. And as long as these complicated systems work and regulate us, and prohibit us and oppress us with their consumerism and wanting to control this and to keep it on. And then we have to find a way to make them indisputably understand and clearly without any speculation that we are actually dependent on Mother Nature and her harmony uh, to be healthy, strong, and help uh, and happy, and have solutions uh, for for the future of this beautiful uh, planet of ours. So really, and really, you you're. It. it seems to me like your mission is really about a, a global awakening, awakening of consciousness, yes. and through this self healing. Here, yes, it begins here. Everybody is able to do so much more inside. I got somebody at the phone. I, uh, uh, just a moment. Sure. It's my brother. Uh, you're my brother too, uh, <laughs> by the way. Uh, yeah, man. Hey, ik ben thuis met the interview bezig. Kom je? Yeah, come on. Come on. Tot zo. Hoi. Hoi. All right. That uh, was my impatient brother. Is he uh, your, your twin brother, Andre? Yeah, he is my twin brother. Do you, are you, how similar are you? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> My soul is completely different of his. Yeah. He is more oppressed in the system. And I'm just bursting out. And uh, that, that, there is a big difference. Yeah. Thus. There is a big difference. But in, you know, the soul has no difference. The soul in you, the soul in me, no difference. Mm. We just make up differences. That's right. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and uh, so we are now, you know, channeling each other and we, uh, uh, we want to bring new insights. And, uh, and that's exactly what we do. Yeah. And we make it simple. Yeah. And we do it together. Yeah. And uh, this belief, this was the trigger to go into, uh, into the nature to go into uh, books and esoteric disciplines and practicing and all, all, all. But uh, the cult brought me really back, bang, inside the survival mode, the, the brainstem, without knowing I knew intuitively this is it. And it is belief. Mm -hmm. Belief that there, we are more and that we actually are built to be happy, strong, and healthy. And we got to bring this for all the others who are blocked inside, who are confined inside, uh, uh, encased within a consciousness, and with all the confusion. We, uh, this time we bring it like a big fountain, and it's going to burst out fast. And we do it by science. Nice. Can you, can you tell me more about the, the daily life of Wim Hof? Like, I'm particularly interested in your, your daily practice, you know, like rituals, routines, your 
you know, do you have a daily practice and, and, a, and a set routine? Yeah. I like that. Right now, uh, this, uh, my swimming pool is still cold. I like to swear, do, you know, go have a cold bath. Um, my wife right now is in the sauna. And uh, I like to go into that too. And do a couple of splits on the grass. Uh, do push-ups. Uh, breathing exercises. I, lo I, I love them. That's physical awareness. I like to make music. Paint. Write. I'm writing, beginning a new book now. That's, you know, mental reflection, exercising the mind. I want to make a sort of a manifest on belief. Yeah. You know, first, uh, at the first chapter, I, I began this morning, and uh, it's about inspiration. You know, what, what, what is it that all the people think there is no better world than this one? That, uh, it's a question of guilt. Like, we have to go to work. We have to uh, go uh, to work from 9 to 5, come back, and do this and do that. And, and when we have a holiday, that's our time off. No, the time off is every day, man. I know, that's the goddamn Catholics, man. They've conditioned us with guilt. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, uh, and we, we, we got to bring back the, the relationship with the nature, with, you know, the heathens. The heathens, they just had relationship with, with trees and rocks and, and the grass and the thunder. And that's understandable. It makes sense. What the Catholics brought is nothing but these penis complexes all over called churches. And, uh, and, go, uh, 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 and their ideal was to have an empire where from one church tower... From one dick, you could see the other dick. <laughs> and, uh, and that's the way they wanted to sexually bring in taboo and oppress us and uh, have us over there and create fear, create guilt, mm. and then have us paid. Mm. Those were frustrated people mm. doing that, not living in harmony, not having enough what already was and is existent. So we have to bring back tribal care and sharing tribal consciousness because we we lost this sense. And uh, uh, so I began this morning to write about this guilt question and uh, fear and guilt and the, and the Catholics. Yes, I was a, a missionary boy, you know, a mass boy. Really? Uh, I was in the, yeah, when I was young. I, I, I was in this, uh, drawn in the system as well. But later on, began to read about Buddhism, Hinduism, uh, any religion I could lay, lay my hands upon. And then finally coming to Zen and uh, the, the Dalai Lama. I'm, I'm going to meet him very soon. Really? Because I'm into the science. He is into the science. And we mm -hmm. come together. We get, uh, yeah, we get in contact with the best in the in the field, not just politically, but doing, making change in the consciousness. Mm. That's what we do. Yeah, we got to change the consciousness because people are really narrowed down because of this fear and the guilt. Um, mm. And it, it, you know what happens? Uh, once you get narrowed down, 
because you believe you have to fear and you have to have guilt, like working every day, I have to do this, I have to do that, etc. Then the neurology is changing in yeah. your head. Do you have it a takes all the energy and you're not in the moment anymore. You're not in the Zen. I know. You know? Yeah. You're not just not there. And, that, and we gotta break this down. Analyze it, break it down, and show that happiness, strength, and health is actually directly. Hey, Jojo! It's the dog. Yeah, man. Um, I, we're my, I caught it myself today. So this morning, I, um, you know, I had lots of things to do, and I, and I, and my mind went into this state of guilt and pressure. It went into this like, oh, I have to do this. I have to do this. Oh, I'm not doing enough. This is not good enough. I need to do more. And it was like this feeling of pressure. So, you know, I went outside to, to the ocean and by the beach. I did some breathing exercises. I did some Qigong, um, you know, like slow movement meditation. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just settled, 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 settled until there was just open spaciousness. And, yeah, that's it. But do you still notice in you? Do you still notice in you any, any residue, any leftover conditioning or do you feel like it's cleaned yeah that's a great one i make a lot of jokes uh, <laughs> uh, yeah 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 i like to make a lot of fun yeah that, that, that that's what it is that is what resulted because now i it seems that people begin to know what i'm doing and it's it's beginning uh, it's not beginning it's worldwide spreading and I sort of get a name and fame and power and all that, but I don't give a shit about that. Uh, the, the, uh, the other positive thing is that people leave me alone. I get my space, but I'm not that egoistic to stay in that space, created by having power now, you know, spreading and... Uh, and offers and people are really inspired and helped. And now, no, I'm not going to rest. So I take on the worries of the world and let it come. Sometimes when I, I, I just feel fed up, like too much on my nervous system, too much pressure, okay, then I'm just going to fart really good, you know? And I have, I, I have all the liberty to do that <laughs> and, uh, and do it in a in a confinement of an elevator with a lot of people around. <laughs> That's a good way to release. Hey, yesterday we made a song about the toilet, which is the biggest meditation room ever. It's where you release shit, man. And it's, it's great. And uh, you're just sitting there, man. Yeah, man. It's the release temple. It's the meditation, the Zen and the art of shitting. It's good. And, you know, uh, uh, that, uh, so I, I do that uh, during the day. Yeah, nowadays, I have not having these little problems anymore with my ego. Uh, but it's more, the, yeah, uh, I really want to push through and take away all the shit of the world if I'm able, if, if nobody is doing it, I'm going to do it. That mentality I have. Mm. Like, what, what you do is the same thing. You go to the ocean, 
you do qigong, you do uh, breathing exercise, you just look at the sea, and uh, finally are able to tune in from the neocortex into the limbic system, or just being. Parasympathetic nervous system flow. We are able to do that. You are able to do that. Mm-hmm. And but now bring this ability to work the rest of the world. That will take you and bring also onto you. Hey, wh- uh, wow, it's beautiful. But there are many, many people who are not able to rise in the morning and uh, uh, wake up. And wow, no, they are oppressed. They got the helmet on. They are not able to tune in. They are suffering and psychosomatically they get sick. Real severe sickness. They die. They suffer. They have nervous pains. They have depressions. They get cancer. They have DNA deregulator. And for those, we got to work. For those, we got to be gladiators. Like, no fear, go. Go and, and beat the shit out of them. Out of the system or whatever. Turn the system around. We are not going to serve the system no more. System should serve our happiness, strength, and health in order for any mother to guarantee a child to become not a doctor, not a carpenter, not successful, not, not power grieving or money, uh, uh, m- m- being a money maker and, uh, and go for deadlines and more and more and more, you know, just to be happy, strong and healthy. Happy, strong and That's healthy. It. Where does, where does uh, intention and willpower uh, fit into the equation? Because to get into zero degrees or one degree water is obviously difficult for, for most humans. When you first yeah. started doing it, did, did you have to like psych yourself up and like to build up willpower and like use like this very yang, like strong energy? Or was yeah. it because you wanted to heal, you know, the fracture in your consciousness? Yes, it was to heal the fracture in my consciousness. It was a, a, a way to exercise willpower, concentration. Um, but actually, I was ready to tap into the deeper parts of my physiology. And I was just ready. I could do all kinds of uh, uh, esoteric disciplines like yoga and kung fu and karate and Sufism. Uh, I did it all, but I didn't reach really the depth. Uh, but I was really ready, like a fruit is ready and it falls. You know, you can eat it. Right? Mm-hmm. I could get into the cold water and not suffer from it because I was ready to, uh, to tackle this chemical problem, this chemical, chemical chemistry, which is related to going into ice cold and heat, pain, the pain signal, and uh, being able to uh, influence the chemistry around the pain signal in order for the pain signal to go away because there's no reason there's no functionality for the pain signal to be. And uh, so at that moment, I did not feel any cold. Because mm. we are actually able to uh, tap into the, uh, the chemistry uh, of ours in the depth, which is related directly with the nervous system. 
and the nervous system is about pain signals too. And they come when the chemistry is wrong in the body at certain places, then the pain is coming. Something wrong is happening. And we were not able to tap in. Now, at that point, going into the uh, uh, water, I already exercised concentration, uh, being able, uh, body awareness, you know, physical awareness. I could do all kinds of things with my body. And uh, meditation, exercising mental uh, properties uh, of my mind. I was able to do that. So I was able to direct my mind into my body. And, uh, and then this attraction came, which is an intuitive uh, teacher, and it makes you able to do it. You feel, hey, why not do that? And you do it, and you see you're there completely. And it is, once again, directly related with the depth of the uh, nervous system with the pain. Uh, I, I just completed a new study, a new study with the Rockbound University here on pain. And I made 20 people able to tolerate much more pain by using their breathing and consciousness in the right way. So in the Netherlands, uh, we got about 2.2 million people on a population of 16 million people. 2.2 million people with chronic pain. Now we found the answer to deal with the chemistry which is creating the pain signal, that how to influence into that chemistry and to make it uh, uh, positively right again, thus the functionality of the pain signal disentangles because there is no, is no reason, there is no logic, there is no reaction anymore uh, for the pain signal to be. So oh, that's learning how to deal with pain. And, uh, and, and, and that's one part of our possible uh, conscious at will having control over our chemistry. Mm. So not only the mood, which is happiness, good, good feeling, energy, which is power, adrenaline, and all that. So the mood, as it is endorphin, melatonin, DMT, uh, uh, endorphins, uh, dopamines, and then uh, you got the uh, adrenaline, uh, epinephrine, etc., which is about power, controlled stress hormone, uh, cortisol too. And then you have the immune system. All the layers we are able to tap in, the three layers, the non-specific and the specific immune system. And we are able to tap in. We have shown this. So, but not, all, not only those three components of our deeper physiology, but also the pain. Now, we have no control, control over the pain in general because of our alienation of our deeper physiology. But now we have access into that area and being able to influence into that chemistry. So pain related to fear is a direct one. If you are able to tap into the chemistry and take away the pain, because you are able to do that, then fear will become something different. People have fear because they know in certain situations they have no control. 
if you make them able to have a deep control within the physiology, then suddenly that fear goes away. And that fear is mostly within most of the people, like, uh, uh, always existed. Mm-hmm. In the irrational fear, which is blocking our system, which is blocking the flow of ours, which is taking energy, consuming energy, and it doesn't let us live in the fullest. Mm. So, wow, that's amazing, Wim. This is what we do. What sometimes uh, before when you have a group and you're going to Poland to get in the really cold mountain river, sometimes you think, oh, I don't want to do this. I got my warm clothes on. Do you ever have a yeah. mental process where you have to overcome resistance? Uh, not with my groups. What about with and you personally? I always, I, I always have the people uh, wear, uh, take their clothes in a backpack. Like, there is no dogma. If you feel really cold, you just get your clothes on. But for the rest, I prepare them to be able, within a couple of days, to uh, be uh, able consciously to endure extremes. And apparently, all of them are able to do it. Maybe some uh, more or less, but much more than normal. Yeah. And that brings a new insight, a new dimension within their consciousness. Mm. And uh, from there, they are able to, to, you know, to explore the, uh, whatever there is more and besides of our thinking within our body. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's, quite, uh, 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 that's quite enormous. It's quite big what is outside our thinking. Now, you can't, we come to a psychological point now. The, uh, we have talked about the neurology in the brain made up by you got to do this, you got to live like this, you got to live like this. If you travel to, say, from Australia, Sydney, Western mind, thinking, culture, you go with an aeroplane, you go to uh, Tanzania, uh, somewhere in the middle of Africa, then you feel that suddenly when you land over there and you are with these people, that your feeling is changing completely. Why? Because they have a different set of the mind. They have a different set of neurology going on. This neurology of the Western mind is quite dominating. Dominating our feeling. Just our feeling. A feeling without, uh, without more. Just feeling. Mm-hmm. Just zen. Just the sense. Just being. Oppressors. Oppressors. You got to do this, 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 this. And this neurology... Now, also blocks our uh, capability of going into the depth of our physiology. Thus, we can make iPhones, we have great technology, we got a lot of money, we are ruling the world, but we have a lot of depression going on, a lot of cancer going on, a lot of autoimmune diseases going on. We have no control over our mood whatsoever. It goes in ups and downs and we don't know. We don't know. We know too much. And we got to learn to take away the too much and tap in to the depth of ours. I agree. And if we do, if we do that, 
then it will create a new neurology. A neurology wherein happiness, strength, and health is a normal state of being. Mm. I love that, Wim. Can I ask you some questions that some listeners um, have asked me to ask you? Um, just some very quick yes. questions about the technique and everything like that. Um, sure. So the first question, on the breathing technique um, that you teach, um, why after the 30 uh, fast, aggressive inhalation, exhalations, why do you hold an exhale rather than an inhale? Yeah. Because then uh, your pH level uh, is then gone up. And after one and a half minutes without air in the lungs, your oxygen parameter in the brainstem is telling, hey, there is no oxygen. And it goes down, 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 but your pH level is up. Thus, the functionality of your body is optima, uh, optima, optimized, is totally okay, but your oxygen is really going down after one and a half minutes. This is conscious manipulation. And what happens with the reactionary part of the brain then, it shoots out adrenaline and resets the body. Because afterwards the adrenaline goes out. It's, it, it is a controlled way to have a peek into the adrenal uh, uh, axis of our brain and body and optimize and reset the body to its best of performing. Mm. It cleanses the body. Mm. And it brings about, so not only the adrenaline will peak and reset the body, but it also shuts down the sympathetic nervous system related to the neocortex, the action, it brings you right into the limbic system and the brainstem. So thus, it is bringing peace. Okay. Control. Okay. Thank Consciously. you for that. Now, I know that you've trained athletes. I know that you have professional athletes who have gone through your system. I know that Laird Hamilton, the big wave surfer, who I'm very familiar with. Now, I have a friend who's an um, elite Australian uh, uh, kayaker, and he's been doing your system as well. And he asked me um, to ask you whether he should employ the breathing before the race um, or just in general conditioning leading up to the race. Both. Before the race, intensify. Just do the controlled conscious breathing before the race, which brings up the pH level. Once that, he can check it out with the with a little paper, you know, acid alkaline paper, these, these uh, pH papers, strips, uh, you, you can learn to control them to bring up the pH level. Actually, you don't need to do that. You just breathe. Thus, you bring up the pH level. And, weight, uh, and the pH level up in the muscle tissue makes you able to perform longer at a peak level. Right. So is this actually the mechanism that is increasing athletic performance? Yes. Performance, actually. Yes. And you know what? At the 30th, 1st in July, I will be in Australia, I think in Sydney. 
and uh, will be there with the ex-prime minister, uh, premier, and the swimming uh, committee, uh, Olympic committee, and the sports committee of the uh, Olympics uh, of the Australians all together. And we will do a day full uh, workshop on this matters, explaining how it works on the muscle tissue, explaining how to uh, improve consciously the performance level, uh, what to do while performing, uh, before performing and healing, restoration, rehabilitation, and all that. We are tapping, uh, going into that at the 30th uh, first in uh, Australia. Okay. And, uh, there is no coincidence. I just had some uh, uh, the guy who's organizing it uh, just at the telephone telling me this all. And now you are asking me about this. Oh, right? Absolutely. No coincidences. No, it's, it's fascinating. I think like it's the more that you work with elite athletes and the more that you can really explore um, how your methods work on a performance level. You know, so it, it, it's a new dimension beyond, you know, obviously consciousness is, is your global mission. I understand this. But it, it's an interesting lens to work with these elite athletes and to think, oh, how can, how can this method increase his performance by X amount? And what is actually happening? Is he gaining like a conscious control over his skeletal system and his muscles and all this sort of thing? Like the mechanisms for what actually happens. It does. It does. It does. It's a conscious uh, new lineage within uh, our bodies and uh, we, which enables everybody to uh, not randomly but specifically go into uh, his or hers discipline mm. and uh, get the best uh, of performance out of it. Mm. Yes. Okay, great. So answer. it's also about consciousness, mm. you know, and uh, I'm training not only uh, Led Hamilton. This morning I had uh, contact with uh, uh, Alistair Overeem. He is uh, one of the best uh, fighters in the world. Mm -hmm. I'm training him as well. And it, uh, it works, you know, uh, and and all the matters where sport, sporters, uh, Olympic sporters, or any sporter who are uh, performing at, at their best uh, are dealing with uh, and, and having flus or, you know, yeah. sometimes they have a flow, sometimes it's less performance, and they don't know. No, I bring them to the flow of their being. And they are then able to do uh, within a week, 10 days, so much more and guarantee so much more within themselves and bringing about a psychological change called confidence that they are able always to get the best out of themselves that creates a new dimension and it, it, it is all done consciously. Once we are able to do this, uh, with sports people, you know, people who are doing already the best they, uh, at the ceiling of their performance and break, make them better like 10, 15% in just one week, then all the attention will be drawn toward them. Then we are able to channel that for people who are suffering, who are uh, having diseases, who are uh, having uh, depressions and all this. Mm -hmm. So... 
the more attention on it by television, by anything, by what we do right now, mm -hmm. the, more, the more we bring uh, the insight that we are able to do so much more within uh, ourselves, thus uh, uh, bringing back the consciousness, natural consciousness, uh, and natural being in harmony with everything, it's great. but mostly within. It's great. I've done some free diving, uh, Wim. I'm, I'm no expert, but I've done some diving into the ocean on one breath. And a lot of the training is pranayama, yoga, stretching of the thoracic cavity, breath technique. Um, free divers are very, very, very conscious about hyperventilation. Um, so when you're doing your breathing up, you make sure to elongate the exhale. Um, have you ever had any problems or any any people who have come to your trainings who have had any issues related to hyperventilation? Yes, many. And they heal. Because hyperventilation in a state where it is overcoming you, when it, when you, it victimizes you, it happens to you, then you have no control. That's the chemistry is wrong in the body. And that's the carbon dioxide and the oxygen proportions, they are not right. And it elongates and it's a long time and at a certain moment they just collapse or begin to hyperventilate. Um, what we do is go unconsciously to uh, this state and, uh, and bring out in the depth the right proportions between uh, carbon dioxide and oxygen and reset the body as I told you you know resetting the body by the adrenaline once the adrenaline is on and it peaks it resets the body therefore the right proportions of oxygen and carbon dioxide they will then come in right pH levels they are there and thus <coughs> hyperventilation is history and uh, people are able to tap in anytime consciously into what is happening when they uh, hyperventilate uh, 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 when, when it happens with them, you know, and, and they are victimized in, in that sense. Uh, no, it, it, they, they learned how to deal with it. Yeah. Simple. Gotcha. And what about cortisol or other stress hormones? You know, obviously, yes. if, if we have a enduring, if we have a situation in life like the, like the, the guy in the nine till five who hates his job and he has stress every single day for 50 years, then obviously it's going to wear him down and it's going to kill him. Um, yes. Now your practice getting into cold water, hyperventilating, obviously it releases cortisol. Um, now what is the, how do you see this in a, in a healthy way or how, how do you deal with, with this sort of paradox or how do we release it? so that it doesn't yes. harm us. In, in, in most of the cases, uh, stress uh, relation uh, uh, of normal daily living, the way we do, the stress hormone is absolutely not controlled. And it uh, goes within the body, but doesn't stop anymore. It, uh, it, it keeps on uh, being in. Thus, it blocks the parasympathetic nervous system, the, you know, the peace within our body the restoration mode, the rehabilitation mode in the cell to regenerate new energy because we have this stress hormone inside. Now, what we do 
is artificially manipulated by breathing exercises, this stress modus within us in the depth and control it, do it at will. And then it only peaks, it goes down, adrenaline goes up, cortisol makes it go down. That's the way. And uh, we have shown what one. And thus, we learn to have a direct control on stress hormone. And people who are doing the breathing consciously, they will, uh, compared to the uh, stress hormone uh, 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 presence within their lives, creating uh, and not being able to sleep and not being able to rehabilitate, mm. uh, uh, create more energy, get burnout, so being tired, fatigue, and all that, they will learn to have peace. They will learn uh, to reign over naturally, like to reign over uh, stress hormone uh, without uh, any any problem. Mm. They learn, you know, the, the stress hormone is directly related to action. They learn to almost directly get into a state of non-action. Ah, okay. Okay. Sympathetic nervous system related to stress hormone, parasympathetic nervous system related to different hormones, not stress hormones. Mm -hmm. Like uh, dopamine, mm -hmm. uh, dopamine, melatonin, serotonin, etc. Uh, 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 all these nice hormones. And uh, 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 these breathing exercises really reset the body. And then we learn consciously to tap into uh, these systems and control the stress hormone. Right. Okay. So, so by consciously and intentionally, deliberately doing practices like this, it's actually more empowering because we can deliberately create the stress response, and then we can consciously evoke the sympathetic nervous system, or we can like create the the anti-stress response. Is that yes? Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. So it actually gives us that, more power. That, that is what it is. And we are showing this in the university. Yeah. That okay. the, uh, the, uh, the action and the slowing down that we learn to control this. Now, in the society, we have this. Yeah. Yeah. And we take now over consciously. Whoop. Whoom. Okay. Now it's working. Okay. Okay. I love it. Okay. Interesting. Do you have a particular dietary philosophy? Um, yes, I eat uh, uh, like after six o'clock, once a day, and um, don't eat too much because it's not needed. The, the, the best part of my diet is breathing because breathing brings about more molecules in, in the cell. Food is equivalent for molecules, energy. Uh, but if you breathe better, you get more energy. So you uh, need less food. And you get more energy even, just by breathing better. And it's called uh, aerobic dissimulation, which is creating like 38 molecules. And you get this anaerobic dissimulation in the cell, which is creating only two molecules. So it's oxygen better breathing, which brings about more molecules in the cell. Anybody can do it, it's for free, and you need a lot 
less food. <laughs> so it's, you have one meal that, after 6 p.m. So, so you wake up and the whole day you don't eat until the evening. Yeah, I, I feel no need to eat already for 35 years. So, wow. yeah, that, you drink that a lot of water? Yes, water nowadays, yes. Yeah. I like water. Water with a bit of lemon in the morning. Nice. Yeah. Coffee, beer. Are you quite liberal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it comes yeah, to these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, coffee, coffee. Uh, but, uh, beer, I, uh, alcohol, I stopped six months ago. Yeah. Hey, stop. Okay. Somebody told me, uh, asked me, can you stop? Can't you stop this? I said, oh, I stop now. So since then I stopped. <laughs> but will you will you carry on, or did you did you want did you choose yourself to stop, or did you do it for the challenge, or did you did you feel it was time to stop? I think I, I felt it also. So I, I feel a lot better not drinking. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yes. Can I ask you one more question? Yes. So. Where do you see yourself in 20 years' time, Wim? So I understand your grand vision. Like, you are all about the love. You're all about raising consciousness, returning to what is our natural state, which is one of love. Um, love is your mission. You said that. That where, it is. Where do you see yourself in 20 years' time? Exactly there. And then rejoicing it with everybody. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Rising in the morning and it is great. The helmet is gone. The war <laughs> is over. We have peace and love. And we love the day, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I have one final question. So I'm going to challenge everybody who's listening to this. I challenge them to go for a cold shower or a cold bath or a cold dip in the ocean uh, the next time you, you go to the shower or the ocean. So, Wim, how, how can you help us prepare for, to make this next cold shower a more conscious transformative experience just breathe like these 30 times and uh, possibly uh, uh, do these 30 breaths like let go deep in belly chest you can also breathe in with your hand eh? you know that no yes it is oxygen gets into the head so, when you breathe in, belly. Also into your head. And then let go. Just let go. And now once again, belly, chest, head. Like 30 times. Got it? Then you become lightheaded, loose in the body. That's right up. Then afterwards, do push-ups after inhalation. After inhalation, hold and push up. Then go into the ocean. You got two things then. You got your blood running well. And you got a lot, your pH level is really up. Then you don't feel pain. Right. You, you control your chemistry. Right, so the shower will not feel cold. The ocean will not feel cold. Exactly. Okay, so do the 30 rounds of the deep breathing. Do some, yeah. do an exhale, do some maximum push-ups. Yes. Inhale, inhale. Or inhale. Inhale. Yeah, and this hold. time inhale. Go. 
<laughs> cool man all right we're yeah. thank you so much for your time thank you right on let's high five yes right on man right on brother can't wait to see you in australia let me know anything i can help i will speak to my people about the people the stuff we spoke to bef about before thank you so much i honor you i thank you for your work and um you too. together we are stronger yes brother together we're stronger and it is that makes us brothers that makes us brothers yes, yes sir okay. yes sir have a wonderful day you too see you in bye, bye. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed that show as much as I enjoyed chatting to Wim. I think the guy's a legend. I really do feel that the guy is authentic, that the guy is passionately driven by beautiful values. And I feel that the guy is, is a modern-day master. I feel like he has done the work on himself. He's drawn from multiple traditions. But more importantly, he's built into his life this deep and dedicated practice built around cold water immersion, meditation, yoga, breath work. And he's really a man on a noble mission, as you can tell from that interview. He has a grand vision, and he really, really does feel drawn to spreading his mission to empower people, to make this world a better place. And it was very interesting to learn more about the roots of this, how he was driven initially by the death of his wife. He di she died in circumstances that he just could not understand. And this just drove him to, to get a deeper understanding of the mind, of consciousness, of all the causes of suffering, so that he could do something about it and um, save other people from a similar fate. It was fantastic just to feel his aura, feel his energy, feel his passion for what he does. I feel like he didn't shy away from any of the questions. I feel like, he, yes, he, he can be difficult to... Um, get concise answers out of sometimes, but I feel like that's just his passion coming through. And I feel like face-to-face, -face, I can't wait to spend some time with him face-to-face -face and just drill deeper into some of the things like his view on psychedelics and altered states and a bit more into the technique. Um, but I thought that he answered very clearly questions around um, that some of the listeners had asked me to ask him around um, our stress response, around hyperventilation, um, around his own personal spirituality. It was wonderful to see him open up around his spirituality because obviously he's had to hide, not hide, but he's had to sort of put on this front of scientific rationality to uh, really just talk the language that this modern world requires us to be taken seriously. But it was wonderful to hear him open up um, about his spirituali spirituality and about his, his, um, his goal in life to expand consciousness. Before the show started, he played, me a, he played me a song on his guitar. He played me a solo on his guitar. And he told me that he's coming to Australia in June or July. So guys, uh, keep, I will put links to, to, to Wim's stuff so you can see if you are in Australia. It would be fantastic if you guys booked into workshops and things like that. He also asked me to put the word out if anybody has got connections with indigenous Australian communities, indigenous communities um, because he is feeling drawn to learn from and share his methods with these people and really just to spend time with indigenous people in Australia um, because he feels like the mission that he, he is on is expanding far beyond uh, breathwork and meditation. He feels like he's on a global mission. He's meeting up with the Dalai Lama. 
He feels like this merging of science and spirituality is the frontier. This is the place where humanity can be elevated and um, can transcend the problems that we're facing now. And I'm right behind him. I, I feel like he is absolutely on point. And I feel like I feel like with the right people around him, I feel like he could be the person who makes the biggest impact in our lifetime. Um, and I really believe that. So, guys, if you have any connections, if you, f if you feel um, what I'm saying, then please get in touch with me, Jiro at theflowstatecollective.com. If you've got any questions about all of this, um, please share and subscribe and spread the word about Flow State. And, uh, yeah, just connect with us. Go to the website. Um, keep track of all the stuff that's coming out. There's a Facebook group called The Practice, which I started, which is all about deepening our meditation, our awareness-based practice. And it's a fantastic, supportive uh, group with lots of beginners, lots of more experienced people. If you feel like you want to begin or deepen a meditation-based practice, then please go onto theflowstatecollective.com and look for the button that says The Practice. Cool, guys. We'll catch you next time. And if you want to suggest someone that I should interview for the podcast, please just email me, jiro at theflowstatecollective.com. See you later. Thanks for listening to the Flow State Performance Podcast. Check us out at www.flowstateperformance.com for more inspiration to unleash your potential.